Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey there, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley. I'm your host of this here podcast. I'm also the author of a book that just so happens to be called How to Be a Better Person. Isn't that cool? (laughs) The book has 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and the world, and it is a great companion piece to this podcast. If you haven't looked at it before, check it out. So what if there were some money out there that belonged to you, but you didn't know it existed? Wouldn't it be cool if there were a search engine where you could just type in your name and see if there were any, I don't know, old paychecks that never made their way to you or a 401k account from your first job that you forgot about or some refund from some random company that just, you don't even know what happened to it, but boom, it's out there waiting for you in the ether. Wouldn't it be cool? Well, guess what? It's real. I have got a nutty story to share with you about the unclaimed property website And it involves my dad and it involves my mom and it doesn't really involve me, but it is a wacky story about how every state in the United States of America has something called the unclaimed property division where they have money, funds, dollars that have been taken over by the state because they've been surrendered by companies, because the companies believe that the people have abandoned these accounts that have this money in them. And the states now have ownership of it. And they are trying to reunite you with any of your money that they might be holding on your behalf. So this week, I'm doing a little bit of a grab bag of episodes. I usually have a weekly theme, and I love that, and we'll get back to it. But I had a few episodes that Related to other themes that I've already covered, but maybe I had six ideas in only five days. So this kind of relates to the episodes that I did recently on earning more money. Also, it's August. It's chill. I'm experimenting a little bit and mixing things up and doing not only this week of episodes that are unthemed, but I'm also recording the episodes in a different way in that I am not writing them out ahead of time. My little inner critic is like, what are you crazy? That was just taking too long. So this week, I just put together some bullet points and I am talking through them. So if you have feedback about how these episodes are hitting you, if you notice a difference, good or bad, hey, let me know. I'm interested to hear what you think. I'm including my email address in the show notes and you can always email me there. So let's get back to this really crazy story about finding unclaimed money. About a year ago, I was on Twitter 
I tend to spend a lot of time on Twitter, although I've taken a break since I was on vacation and I haven't gone back in. So if you've sent me anything there, I haven't seen it. I'll be back soon, I'm sure. But on Twitter, I follow Seth Magaziner, who is the Rhode Island state treasurer. I live in Rhode Island. Seth Magaziner is a really nice guy. I've met him a few times. That's the benefit of living in a really small state. You get to know your elected officials. And his office sent out a tweet that said, do you have unclaimed money? Go to findrimoney.com and see, because if you do have unclaimed money, we really want to get it to you. So I thought to myself, unclaimed money, what's that? Could I have some? I want to find out. So I went to the website, which is very intuitive and very simple. You type in your last name and your first name or first initial. You know, my legal name is Catherine, but I go by Kate. I just typed in K Hanley and looked to see if I had any unclaimed money there. Well, I did not. However, I noticed that my dad did. He has my same last name because I did not change my name when I got married. And in fact, he had several entries from over the years. He is a lifelong Rhode Islander and he maybe had seven entries. And they don't tell you how much the claims are for on that initial search result page, but they'll tell you like, oh, this is less than $50 or this is $50 to $100 or this is over $100. So most of his were in the $50 range or less, but one of them said it was over $100. So I emailed my dad and I said, hey, dad, did you know about this? You really should go to this website because you have money there. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, kid. Okay. He never did anything about it. Some of those claims that I saw listed for my dad also listed my mom. And let me tell you, my parents were last married 40 years ago. (laughs) So these were some old claims. So I wrote to my mom too. And I said, hey, mom, you got some claims on this unclaimed money website. You should go check it out. And she went and checked it out. But she no longer has Hanley as her last name. And she was like, oh, I don't even know how I could claim this because my name is different now. This just seems too complicated. I'm going to forget about it. Like I said, that was over a year ago. I reminded them about it maybe six months ago and then maybe three months ago, and they never did anything about it. So fast forward to about 10 days ago, and my dad was over at our house for breakfast. And I asked him again, hey, did you ever go to findrimoney.com? And he said, yeah, I did, but I never did anything about it. And I said, well, let's go upstairs and file your claim right now. Because P.S., when I initially went and looked for my own name to see if I had any claims and did not, I also looked for my husband and he did have a claim and he ended up filing it. It was very simple and straightforward and he got $200 back from the hospital. I don't know why they had his $200. He had broken a bone a couple of years earlier and had to have surgery. And anyway, you know, boom, he spent five minutes filling out these claims and he got a check for $247, which is pretty great. That's not the cool story that I have to share with you. So just to back up a little bit, this whole thing of this unclaimed money is something that I have been looking into more now that I've experienced this crazy story. And I listened to a Planet Money episode about it, you know, the NPR show. And apparently this practice is based on something that's called a sheet, E-S-C-H-E-A-T which is something that first originated in medieval England, if you can believe it. So in medieval England, when a property owner died who had no legal heir, their property went to the state. And that action of the state taking over the 
you know, the unowned assets was called Escheat. Well, Escheat is still alive and well today and part of American law and practice. So in the U.S., states will take over abandoned property. So say you overpay the hospital, like my husband did. The hospital could keep that money, except the state says, no, that money actually belongs to the individual. You can't keep that money. We're going to take it from you, from the company, and try and get it back to the person. Now, that sounds like a really wonderful public service, and it is, but the whole practice isn't totally altruistic, as states use those unclaimed funds to fund their budget. I learned in the Planet Money episode that escheat funds are usually one of the top 10 sources of revenues for many states. However, they are legally obligated and I believe do actually want to reunite you with your money. I may be naive, but that's what I believe. And so every state has an unclaimed property website. Thank you, technology. It is so easy to just go look and see if you might have unclaimed money. You can just Google your state unclaimed property and you will find a website that's one of the top search hits from probably your state treasury office or state controller office. I don't know. It might have a different name, but boom, you will be able to find it. Now, I want to tell you the rest of this story about how when dad came to breakfast and he filled out his form and what happened after, because that's when it gets really good. But I got to take a break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, welcome back. So my dad is over for breakfast. I take him upstairs, force him to sit at my desk and fill out this form of unclaimed property. He's got seven claims or so listed on findrimoney.com. A couple of them, as I mentioned, also have my mom's name, my mom's married name from 40 years ago listed on the claim with him. And he's like, oh, what do I do about these claims that have your mother's name on them? And I said, well, if you get any money from it, you just split it with her. He's like, okay. So he fills in the teeny little form. They ask for your address and your phone number, probably your social security number and submits it. And he goes home and we go on vacation the next day. And I don't think too much about it. Well, two days later, we're driving home from the beach on Block Island where we went on vacation. And I see that there's an email that my dad has sent to my mom and he has CC'd me on. And he says, hey, Sue, I was over at the kid's house the other day and Kate had me fill out this claim on findrimoney.com. A couple of them you are listed on and one of them is worth over (laughs) $145,000. Okay, $145,000. Just sitting there waiting for him to go and type his name into the search engine and say, yo, that's mine. Now." The claim is not settled at this point. He has not exactly received the funds. We have to find a way to prove that they lived at the address that they lived at when this money was originally, when this account was originally created. A couple of hoops to jump through. Not that hard. I actually called up the office because my parents are both like, we don't know what to do. And I'm trying to help them as one does with your 
elder relatives. And they were so nice. And they were like, listen, you just got to get something from the city hall or an account statement and get the form notarized and boom, you'll be on your way. And yeah, maybe you have unclaimed money. Don't you want to go find out? I will say that I've lived in a lot of states and I've looked up my name in every one of them and I have no claims anywhere. (laughs) So it's still a long shot, but it's a worthy use of five minutes of your time. Again, you Google unclaimed property and the name of your state or a state that you've lived in in the past and just go type in your name and see what there is to see. If you do this, based on listening to this podcast and you find any money of yours that is has been thus far unclaimed, will you let me know? It's such a cool thing and so exciting. And I just want to share in your excitement. I would also love to help you navigate any situations where you're not sure what the quote unquote right thing to do is. If there's you know, a situation with a coworker or a friend or your kid where you're like, what would a better person do in this situation? Well, let me know. Maybe I can help. So if you have a question about how you can be a better person, hit me up and I will answer your question in a future podcast episode. Even if I don't think that I can help, I will share a resource. You don't have to go on the record. It can be anonymous if you want. All you need to do is email me your question at kate at beabetterpersonpodcast.com. You can also, this would be super cool, record a voice memo on your phone and send it as an attachment to the email. Again, the address is kate at beabetterpersonpodcast.com. I put a link to my email address in the show notes, so hit me up. And if you are someone who enjoys reading, you definitely want to come back tomorrow and Wednesday because I just devoured a bunch of books when I was on vacation and I'm dying to tell you about them. I loved them all. I'll talk to you soon. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley don't forget the W, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 